Welcome to the Tantra and Yoga podcast. These podcasts are recorded live at Anuttara Ashram with Artemis and Bhairav in the Nishka Nation of Northern BC, Canada. They bring clarity to some of the fundamental questions by spiritual seekers along the path of awakening. So, what is Guru? What, how can we define Guru? Good question. Right? <laughs> so, in Shaivism, Guru uh, is, is, uh, is defined by um, Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. So, the three gods, kind of denoting that Guru is the, is the universal, is um, uh, all aspect all aspects of um, of the divine is the guru yeah. of life and so guru is defined uh, is comes from two words gu which is darkness and uru which is um, remover so a guru is often defined as one who is the remover of darkness and um, in saying this that's a very simplified definition, but because India is so full of so many different traditions, we have other definitions as well. Yeah, I, I want to just uh, elaborate a little bit more on what you said there, just in case people are new to Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. Um, we can understand these as uh, beings that live in the sky that look down at us, or we can also look at them as um, kind of a human a humanizing of the three qualities that Kashmir Shaivism or Tantra sees as making up the Hinduism as well as making up the entire world and universe and the unmanifest as well so that is um, with Brahma being the creator all of anything that is created Vishnu being the preserver that which preserves life that which preserves that which is created and Shiva being the destroyer, the end, the death of, of all things. And so these are part of a trilogy. And to say that Guru are the Guru is Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva in one is basically, as, as we kind of pointed to, is to say that Guru is all of life. And I find this also apparent, apparent when we look at the etymology, as Bhairav said, Gu being darkness, Ru being light, that means that guru is anything really that can lead you from darkness to light. This doesn't have to be one, you know, solemn man sitting on a big chair with a big white beard as we are maybe in, in the West accustomed to envisioning the guru as. But really, we can find the guru in all things. And there's something that we we can we refer to in, in Hinduism and and in, in Tantra as well as the Sat Guru. And so this is the universal guru. This is the culmination of Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva. This is is learning to see the wisdom in all experiences of life and not having a preference for for just the light or just the love because Shiva himself is is part of the Guru trilogy and is also about death and destruction and the ending of things. Mm -hmm. um, do I need a guru or do I not need a guru? Um, from my own experience, you know, I've had good gurus and I've had bad gurus. 
And so uh, from my perspective, it feels like most people are aware that there is this uh, misleading or um, untruthfulness that can come from some gurus and from the guru-disciple relationship. Um, but that being said, I, I feel like we, we can't just throw out all gurus because of this. Um, I think it's important to be precautious, to, to not totally throw ourselves at the feet of another. Um, and that being said, at, this, and, at, at the time, this can also bring great blessings to do this. Um, I, I have done this and we'll maybe get into this story. I have done this to a teacher that ended up not being who he presented himself as, but I don't regret it in any way because in my fully surrendering to him, I received a lot of blessings and it wasn't that I received those blessings from him. It was just in being able to surrender to the, to life, to a moment, to be at another person I was able to receive and open up to my own inner wisdom, my own inner light, my own divinity. And, and this can be the kind of rudimentary or uh, beginner's mistake when getting in relationship with Guru is believing that it's the other that's doing this. When in actuality, the Guru isn't the man in the seat. <laughs> As we've said, the Guru is the universal principle that may be channeling through that other, but you are open to receive the gifts of it because you are open to see it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, and in in talking about this, we there's a lot of people, especially in the West, where where when they're asked if they have a Guru, because they're on a path and path of awakening and whatever and you ask oh, oh who's your guru do you have a guru and they say no no I follow only my inner guru it's only my inner guru that I follow and although this can be true um, more often than not at least in my experience it has been a case of um, not really being in touch with the deeper wisdom of one's own being, but actually naming um, that inner guru as one's own ego. Mm -hmm. So it's something that um, we have to also be cautious about. Yes, that outer guru can um, cause issues and problems, possibly. Delusion. Delusion, but that inner guru can cause that too, Just possibly so even yeah. more so, possibly even more so. We can be deluded so much by this, um, this apparent, uh, this, this uh, trend that's happening with us um, not, not being able to uh, be humble enough to accept another as, as a teacher, as a teacher which can teach us truth. And therefore, we can only follow our own uh, inner guidance, and then that inner guidance can uh, lead us astray for a while. Um, of course, everything's impermanent, as we know, mm -hmm. so it can only lead us astray for so long before we start to learn the lessons. 
of life. Yeah, and yeah. I, like humility, I feel, is a huge component that comes in being able to, we have to be humble in order to be able to see the guru in another. I know Bhairava and I refer to each other as each other's gurus. Um, but if we were in some sort of power game where someone needed to be on top or needed to be more important than the other, it would be very difficult to admit that I might learn things from him or he might learn things from me. And, and likewise with life, you know, the, it's the arrogant one who goes through a difficult situation and says, you know, this didn't hurt me or uh, didn't impact me and, and, and so on and so forth. But it takes a great deal of humility to be able to say, I, I, I was burned, but I learned. Um, yeah, so I feel, yeah, this is the greatest blessing in, in being able to, to find a guru or see the guru in life itself. If you found this podcast helpful, be sure to follow and turn on notifications to be the first to know when new episodes are released. To embody philosophy through practice, join our Sangha membership to access a wide range of Tantra and Yoga classes and community. Hari Om.